This episode of America the Podcast is brought to you by Real American Personal Freedom. Hey there, friend. You look glum. Do you think that your personal freedom was violated when you were recently kicked out of a grocery store for refusing to wear a protective mask? Did your family disown you when they saw a video of you wiping your nose on a Dollar Tree employee when they asked you to put on one of those confounded things? I bet they also took issue when you were dragged kicking and screaming out of Walmart when you were told to wear a mask while shopping. Did you by chance murder a security guard and a father of nine at a dollar store for having the audacity to ask you to cover up your face? Well, have we got a message for you! Go fuck yourself! What? Did you think that the real American personal freedom that we're advertising was meant for you? Absolutely not! Allow me to explain. Real American personal freedom is being offered exclusively to the true American patriots doing their part to protect their community and loved ones by wearing a mask during the COVID-19 pandemic currently ransacking the world. To do anything less is simply un-American. Real American personal freedom is the ability to walk in public without risk of contracting a deadly virus. If you inhibit that freedom by refusing to take basic safety precautions during a pandemic, then your business is no longer welcome at the Real American Company. What's that? We're trampling on your rights, you say? Fun fact! Since companies have the right to refuse service, it's not an infringement on your quote-unquote rights and we could care less what you selfish sons of bitches think. To all of you freedom fighters out there keeping your family and community safe by taking the virus seriously and wearing a mask, we here at the Real American Company salute you. That's Real American Personal Freedom, available exclusively to true American patriots and wherever freedom is sold. Obviously. back. Hello America. It's America the podcast. <coughs> hey man. <coughs> uh. You okay dude? I'm fine. You got coronavirus or something? Oh, which reminds me, I gotta put on my mask. Uh, <laughs> no, I cannot get coronavirus. I'm a billionaire. None of us can get coronavirus. Wait, how's that possible? I mean, we have a cure. Did I not tell you that? No, man, you didn't tell me you had a vaccine for the coronavirus. Why haven't you told anybody? Well, we don't have a vaccine per se. We just have billions of dollars at our disposal and the best medical treatment that money can buy on this planet or any other. Well, what do you, what do you mean by any other planet? Well, places like Alpha Centauri and Belmaray and Caprica, things like that. Were you not aware of that? No. No, I wasn't. No one is. Ah, right. I have got to stop telling you Illuminati secrets. Oh, well. Jesus. Okay, um, wait. So are you in the Illuminati or not? I am when it's convenient for the story. Anyways, are we rolling? Yeah, always. Always rolling. Perfect. Hello, America! It's me, Thebidias A. Starred, a.k.a. the Bastard, a.k.a. the Embodiment of, and Only Hope for America. And welcome to America, the podcast! A show where I, your host, berate you with my very important words regarding America and its goings-on. Speaking of, let's get to the news. And it appears there has been a lot, as per the usual. 
These days the news can come at you as fast as QAnon fever is currently sweeping the nation. Well, I am here to shout it at you even faster and without the need of a seizure-inducing conspiracy theory connection map. This is Rapid Fire News. The Democratic National Convention has officially wrapped up with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris accepting the nominations for president and vice president, respectively. The convention hosted speakers such as Michelle Obama and her husband Barack, Dr. Jill Biden, Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who seconded Bernie Sanders' nomination during her 60 seconds of speaking time. There were also several Republicans like John Kasich speaking at the convention who were asking their constituents to vote for Joe and Kamala. Some see the move to have Republicans speak as a call to unify the country. Others, mostly the progressive wing of the Democratic Party, see it as the DNC once again keeping the status quo and ignoring the party base. In either case, here's to another four years of staying the same with likely no systemic change. Next. This one's a bit of older news, but I feel you need a reminder, especially considering the aforementioned QAnon popularity. President Donald Trump and his dumb son Donald Trump the Lesser both have a new, crazy doctor to trust above all others, Dr. Stella Emanuel. Dr. Emanuel, and I cannot stress enough how loosely I'm using the term doctor here, has praised hydroxychloroquine, a lupus drug, as a cure for the coronavirus. It should be noted that hydroxychloroquine has been denounced as a cure for the coronavirus by nearly every medical professional on the planet. Dr. Emanuel also stated that a vaccine is being developed to prevent people from being religious, that alien DNA is being used in various medical treatments, and that the United States government is being run by reptilians. While I personally cannot speak to the first two claims, I can assure you, the American people, that the government is not being run by reptilians. Mike Pence assured me that his second set of eyelids is just a birth defect. He did say that in parcel tongue, though, so... Uh-oh. I should probably, uh... Probably call the oars. Hmm. Next! Tucker Carlson's face is awful and I want to punch it. No specific reason, and this really isn't a news story, but... I've just had enough. His douchiness is palpable. And that's coming from someone whose literal nickname is The Bastard. Do you remember what Bruce Willis did to Elijah Wood in Sin City? That. That is what Tucker Carlson's face makes me want to do to... Well, his face. I won't do it. But it gives me the urge. Next. Former Trump advisor and sentient liberal spot Steve Bannon was arrested off the coast of Connecticut on the mega yacht of exiled Chinese dissident Guo Wengui for defrauding a crowdfunding campaign meant to fund the building of the border wall with Mexico. Wait a minute. Wh what yacht is this? It, it wasn't the Lady May, was it? Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was. Why? Oh, God damn it. I gave that to Guo Wengui for his birthday. Oh, that's Probably impounded now. What a waste of a mega yacht. Eh, we can get it out, man. What? How? I got a guy. You've got a guy? Yeah, dude. They work at the impound. All you need is like a million bucks for, let's call it, encouragement money. And you should be good to go. Do you have that to spare? <laughs> Do 
I have a million dollars to spare? Please. I probably have at least that in my pocket. Let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four. I have four million dollars in single bills. Wait. Wait, like in ones? What? No, of course not. It's in million dollar bills. It's a billionaire thing. You don't have access to them, but uh, <laughs> you'll get there someday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I could not say that with a straight face. <laughs> You're so poor. <laughs> Do you want to get the yacht out or not? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Anyways, here's a million dollars. Go have that intern bribe that fed. Steal the yacht from the FBI impound and park it next to my other yachts in Monte Carlo. It's in Pier 3 in Port Hercule. Anyways. Next. Piece of shit and lawyer to other famous pieces of shit in America, Alan Dershowitz, was named in unsealed documents in the case against sexual predator and pedophile Ghislaine Maxwell. Shocking news, say anyone who doesn't know that Alan Dershowitz once published an op-ed entitled Statutory Rape is an Outdated Concept. True story, true monster. Next. Billionaires have been adding tens of billions of dollars to their fortunes during the pandemic. And that's, uh, pretty cool. For me, that is. Not you, obviously. I've quote-unquote earned something like $34 billion since March. You chumps are still living off the scraps the government gave you. You see? Should have just been a billionaire like me and you'd be fine. <laughs> Next. James Murdoch, son of billionaire and my former whale hunting partner, Rupert Murdoch, has resigned from News Corp, owner of Fox News, over editorial disputes and other strategic decisions. And there you have it. All it took was multiple years of racist propaganda being put out under his watch and working with multiple sexual offenders to make little Jimmy Murdoch see the light. Next. President Trump has made repeated efforts over the last few weeks to sabotage the U.S. Postal Service to hinder mail-in ballots for the election. These efforts include installing major Trump campaign donor and man who inspires the antithesis of his namesake, Louis DeJoy, as the Postmaster General. It should be noted that DeJoy holds financial stakes in the direct competitors for the USPS. Upon DeJoy's deployment, he ordered hundreds of mail drop boxes removed and several mail sorting machines shut down in cities across the country. However, after testifying before the House, DeJoy said that the new quote-unquote changes he implemented will be suspended until after the election. Well then, it sounds like someone might have told DeJoy that there is a gigantic fine and six months in jail for disrupting the U.S. mail. Kudos to whoever enlightened our dear Postmaster General. Next. A Senate GOP-backed report has revealed a large number of contacts between the Trump campaign and Russia during the 2016 election. Shocking news, say everyone who remembers already going through this with the Mueller report. I'll admit, it was nice seeing Paul Manafort's face in the news again. He was one of my favorite characters from this show. I believe that was season two. Anyways, next. Two students in Georgia were recently suspended for posting pictures featuring hundreds of high school students walking shoulder to shoulder through a crowded school hallway on the first day of class. Thank you so much for letting us leave this disease-ridden place, say the two students who were suspended. Next. Governor Greg Abbott is threatening to freeze property taxes for Texas cities that defund the police and move those funds to social work programs. 
freezing those monies would effectively defund public schools as they go to fund those things. Ah, Republicans. Some say they invented the concept of taking your ball and going home when you start to lose a game. I see Greg Abbott is playing that game like a champ. Good on you, Greg. Because a perfect response to we should have more mental health professionals instead of armed foot soldiers is obviously cripple a densely populated center of economic and voting power. This has been Rapid Fire News. We'll be right back with more America the Podcast after this. It's America the Podcast! And we are back. Now it is time for the Coronavirus Numbers Minute with America the Podcast contributor and woman who once told Hillary Clinton that the Pokemon go to the polls joke was a good idea when she knew goddamn well it would make Hillary lose the election, Michaela Devereaux. Michaela, what do you got? COVID-19 continues to spread with the United States quickly approaching 6 million cases and 200,000 deaths. It should be noted that the global count is just over 23 million cases and 800,000 deaths, leaving the U.S. with around 25% of those numbers. Despite the continuous rise, Americans continue to attend overcrowded, mask-free events such as the recent Chainsmokers concert in the Hamptons and the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in South Dakota, which featured the band Smash Mouth. No word yet as to the COVID cases that will likely follow those events, but one thing's for sure. That Smash Mouth concert was incredible, and I would see them again in a heartbeat. Albeit a slow heartbeat since the coronavirus is likely ravaging my body at this very moment. I regret nothing. Back to you, Theb. Excellent reporting, Michaela. Keep up the good work. We'll be right back with more America the Podcast after this. It's America the Podcast! And we are back. So, what to talk about? Um, hmm, I don't know. Well, man, uh, the DNC just wrapped up their convention. You could talk about that. <laughs> you mean the big liberal zoom and gloom? No, thank you. That was depressing and sad to say the least. Besides, I'll talk about Joe and Kamala closer to the election. And if I wanted to talk about a bunch of Republicans supporting a sexual offender for president, then I would just talk about the Republican National Convention. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, sadly. Um, so, do you want to talk about that? Absolutely not. Sorry. Sorry, I, did, I didn't mean to snap. We'll talk about it once the convention's done. I'm just still taking in that banshee cry from Kimberly Guilfoyle. Terrifying. To my core. Not to mention Don Jr.'s face. Don't get me started on that. Is it just me, or does he look like he's made of cocaine at this point? I mean, yeah, dude. It looked like he put a whole pile in his face before he went out to speak. But yeah, okay, uh, we'll talk about the RNC later. What else? What, what do you, anything else you want to talk about? Actually, yes. There has been something that has been weighing on my mind rather heavily recently, and that is wearing a mask during the COVID-19 pandemic. 
I will fully admit that when somebody told me to wear a mask for the first time, I immediately spit in their face, shouting, It is my absolute right to show my very beautiful face and you can't stop me. Then, after a brief few moments of that person explaining to me the very simple logic of why wearing a mask during a pandemic is important, I immediately went out and bought the best, most expensive mask I could find. I will also fully admit that I was completely intoxicated when I spit in that person's face and would never do so on a normal basis. That said, my apologies to Tim, my producer, for spitting in his face when he told me to wear a mask. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Alright? We've moved on. You have a mask. I have a mask. Nobody's getting COVID. Mm -hmm. I don't think. Just keep going. Good. Apology accepted. You apologize now, to me. Since there still seems to be an issue with people not wanting to wear a mask during the pandemic, what, oh, six months in at this point, I believe it is time for a bit of advice. Everyone who goes in public should wear a mask during the COVID-19 pandemic no matter what. So, I think, think that about covers it. We done? We'll be right back with more America the Podcast after this. It's America the Podcast! And we are back. So that more or less ends the show for the day. Um, we talked about a lot. We learned a lot. We learned that if you don't wear a mask, you're kind of a murderer. A little bit. But that's just one bastard's opinion. Keep in mind, I am the embodiment of and only hope for America. So that opinion kind of carries some weight. But needless to say... We ask you one final time, please wear a mask and stop the spread of the virus. That way we can all start going to beaches again, movie theaters, and going out into the store, and maybe even hugging your friends, being with your loved ones. Just a thought. Because unless we work together, we're not going to come through the other side of this anytime soon. But like I said, I'm just beating a dead horse. If I haven't convinced you, and nobody else has convinced you, and all of the doctors in the world haven't convinced you by now, then I don't know what else to do. I'll see you on the other side eventually. God bless America, and God bless you. Good night, and good fight. I will see you next time on... America, the podcast! America the Podcast is produced and distributed by Shway Media and is part of the Shway Media Podcast Network. The show was created by Tim Philippi and is hosted by me, Thebadias A. Stard, a.k.a. The Bastard, a.k.a. The Embodiment of and Only Hope for America. The show was recorded in Shway Media Studios and is mixed and edited by Tim Philippi. Producers for America the Podcast are Tim Philippi and Alana Matos. The show's theme song is by Timmy Two-Step, and all other music was purchased through Storyblocks. If you liked the show, and you better have liked it, please leave a five-star review in iTunes. The show is available on all podcast directories, including Spotify and YouTube, but the all-powerful iTunes controls the fate of all podcasts, just like the Dark Lord Sauron controls Middle-Earth. May their reign be just as short. 
For video messages and other content, please visit our YouTube channel or head over to americathepodcast.com. We've got you covered there. And don't forget to check out all of the other spectacular shows on the Shway Media Podcast Network at shwaymedia.com. Go now. This has been a production of Shway Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shwaymedia.com. Thank you.